Welcome back to the Falcons Pre-Prep Podcast, the place where we talk to staff and parents and some of the children about life at the school and in the community, and we explore the world of early years learning. In this episode, we speak to registrar and parent Claire Wheeler. So we're going to hear from Claire as to what a registrar is, what the admissions process is like from both an internal and external perspective, and what advice should give parents interested in attending some open days. But we'll also get to hear from Claire as a parent and her experience finding, applying and having her son attend Falcons Pre-Prep. Our host Clive takes us into this conversation. So come with me now as we speak to registrar and parent Claire Wheeler. So here on the Falcons Pre-Prep podcast we always really enjoy listening to different people from within the school community and today's guest Claire Wheeler has the brilliant position of wearing two hats within that community. Hello there Claire. Hi Clive, hi. It's great to meet you Claire. Now Claire you have two positions within the community. You're a parent and also a member of staff, yes? I am indeed, yes. I have a son in year two and I've just started in my role as a registrar here at um, the Pre-Prep in September. Wonderful. So for those of us who maybe aren't familiar with the school and the different roles that people play, when you say registrar, help us understand what that, what that role actually entails. Well, as registrar, basically, I, I look after all the admissions to the school. So all the inquiries, all the applications, sending out all the offers and basically ensuring that our classes are, are filled. I see. So that actually gives you a, a fantastic position in terms of being able to see this situation, this important admissions process and the, the decision making about which school to go for. You, you can see that from both sides of the fence. Absolutely. I think it's a real advantage for me being able to see it from both sides and being able to help parents really, really work out what they want and what they're looking for in a school and whether this is the right school for them. It's really helpful having had that parent's perspective and, and now being able to, to help parents who are, who are doing the same, going through the same process. Of course. So for you as a parent, how long ago were you making this, this, this decision? My son is now in year two and he joined in nursery so he's this is his fourth year at the school and we actually obviously started looking for schools pretty much when he was about three four months old so that we were ready for him to start it as, as he turned three here in nursery. Is that advice you would extend to parents now to, to start looking early? I would and especially if you've decided on a school you know if you if you have a, a set idea of what you want then definitely I would I would definitely advise to to get that decision made and and done early on everybody's situation is very different I was very lucky in that I wasn't working at the time so we were we were able to think about putting him in school a bit earlier because we didn't need to worry so much about daycare you know a lot for a lot of parents that that where both both parents are working you know with school holidays etc it might not be the best advice mm. but our view was yes let's let's get him in as soon as possible yeah. and get get him uh, get him on that that learning journey now claire you said there a set idea of of what you want what were your hopes what were your priorities when it came to looking around at, at the best school and, and making the right decision well, I'm a firm believer in in something feeling right. We knew very much when we walked into the school here that that it felt right for us. Seb was a very typical little boy, very boisterous, mm. full of energy, full of beans. <laughs> and whilst we wanted him to have a very good academic start to his education, we also were looking for, you know, sports, lots of activity, lots of outdoor learning, lots of fresh air, lots of, you know, tiring mm. him out every day and, um, you know, making sure that he was he was having a good time, enjoying school so that the learning was fun, but he was still doing a lot of other a lot of other things too. So it, it felt 
very right. It felt like the right place for him to be. So this is interesting. You're identifying that the the approach to academic learning is is certainly, obviously, something you're going to be looking for. The approach to things like sport, which we know runs really nicely at Falcons Pre-Prep, but you've also identified a, a feeling. Something needs to to feel right for that to be the right school for your child. Yes, definitely. Obviously, they're so young when they come here. They're they're still babies, really. Now now we welcome them at two years old, but but most nurseries sort of most pre-prep start at sort of three. It's, it's, it is a very young age and it's really important that you feel safe, that you feel comfortable, you know, that your child is going to be looked after. I think that's a really big part of finding the right school for your child. And this, this feeling, this might be a difficult question, but how would you describe this feeling? You mentioned walking into the school and it feeling right. What was that feeling like? It's just, it's that sort of such a welcome place that the staff, the teachers, everybody from from you know from the caretaker to the teaching assistant to the deputy head to the head you know everybody mm. takes the time to to get to know you to talk to you i think one of the biggest impressions we we my husband and i took when we first visited falcons when our son was about 8 weeks old i think at the time we came to the first open morning and one of the teaching assistants took a lot of time out to speak to us we really enjoyed our tour and etc and then when we came back which must have been well over a year later it was almost before Seb started I think mm. they remembered our name and everything about us and you know spoke to us as if as if we'd seen them yesterday which I you know it made us feel very special and very part of the Falcons community which which right. was very important to us it was nice. I see so even before you were officially part of that community you started to to feel that way immediately. Exactly, exactly. And the schools very, were very welcoming. You know, we were invited to events, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. It was, it was a nice way to start. Because I think as a new parent, you know, you are quite anxious about your child, child's first school. So uh, it's a, it's, it was really important to us that it, felt, that it felt right. And what was it that first brought the option of Falcons Pre-Prep to your attention? How did you hear about the school initially? We talked to an awful lot of people locally in Chiswick at our daycare nursery. We, you know, we spoke to a lot of people. We we knew some old ex-Falcons boys that had been at the school a long, long time ago. Right. And they spoke of the school so fondly and so well, you know, they were, had been very pleased with it. So for us, it was a, a name that stuck in our in our mind. And so, yeah, it was the first school we, we came to look at. We'd, we'd only heard positive, very positive feedback about the school. Tell me more about that positive feedback. Word of mouth is obviously so important with an important decision like this. And it's great to hear that that positivity was shown to you. What were people saying? Just that, I mean, at that stage, it was a, a was boys only school, just that it it, it, it was a, a really, really good school. It was very positive feedback that they get how boys learn, that they looked after them that you know that it was a very caring community Mm -hmm. that it was lots of outdoor activity lots of running around lots of fresh air but with really good focused learning for the boys it also has a very people always commented on the parent community how lovely that was Mm -hmm. yeah just that it was a really really lovely school and everybody always spoke of it with such warmth and fondness which which again was very important for us of course now you mentioned there the 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 boys the co-educational decision the fact that in the in the younger years we know that at falcons pre-prep boys and girls are welcome but then as they move through into the school it's a it's a boys school essentially what were your thoughts on that? Did you consider options? Did you consider boys' school versus co-educational? What were your thoughts around why that this was the right option for Seb? 
For us, we uh, we were quite set on single-sex school for him, just because during my research and chatting to people, I hadn't realised prior to this that boys and girls do learn very differently mm. and that, that, you know, a single-sex school would just cater more for that, that the boy's way of learning, as it were. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that, that was really important for us. But right. uh, it's not, now we've got the girls in nursery, which is great, which I think is nice for everybody. Um, to have that element at the school as well. But then as they move through to the upper school, obviously, yes, it, it refocuses on the boys. And is it that you mentioned fresh air running around, the the, the need to, to, to burn off energy? Is that part of that decision? Definitely. And I, I think that's true for most young children, of actually. Course. But yeah, they balance it very well here with, mm. you know, with the, the classroom based activity. So it's, you know, it's a really good balance. And I think they just they just get how boys learn which is really important. I know in some of our conversations with other members of staff at Falcons Pre-Prep, that idea that understanding how boys learn, understanding the psychology, that's something that's that's certainly, I think, borne out in, in other conversations that we've, we've had. Yeah, yeah, very much. You mentioned location there. Obviously, the school's located in, in Chiswick. Is the school far from you? No, not far at all. Mm-hmm. We're able to walk to school, which we do most days, and we cycle a bit in the summer as well, which is great. Mm. It's something I hadn't really appreciated too much prior to looking at the school, but actually it's it's really important, I think, to, to, to live as, you know, not that it, it matters overly, but it is quite important thing to consider the locality of the school. Mm. It's nice to bump into friends in the park, in the, in the high street. It's, uh, you know, and it's nice to have that as, as you build up friendships to be able to to be close enough to do that without sure. having a horrific commute. <laughs> of course, it must make the the school day so much easier having that option of of walking or cycling to school rather than have to think of a of a big journey at the start and the end of each day. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's perfectly doable and people do do it and it's fine, but I think, you know, it's it is another thing to consider definitely when you're making your choice. Does that have any beneficial implications when it comes to after-school activities, extracurricular options, the fact that school isn't that far away? Yes, of course it does. It makes it much easier. If you're running late as well, that's always nice. You can you can ask people locally to have your child. Mm-hmm. It's you know there's a park opposite the school that, that that we use quite often, and you know if you're ten minutes late, if they're quite happily playing in the park, it's it's a, it's a weight off mm. your mind that you know it's it's not a problem. Of course. So moving, I suppose, from your role as a parent to your role at the school as a, as a registrar, you must have so many conversations with, with so many different parents, I suppose some of whom might have different expectations or, or, or needs or, or perspectives on, on this decision. Yes, totally. And it's really interesting, actually, to, to speak to parents, prospective parents, mm. and hear everybody's story and what they're looking for, what their, you know, what their priorities are. Mm. And I think the biggest piece of advice I would always offer them is that is, is to, to pick a school where, where you're, you feel confident mm. in the teachers and the heads, confident enough to take their advice, to be guided by the school, because I think your child is going to change so much between the age of well obviously you know some people are looking eight weeks old mm. you know three months old one year old your child's going to change so much in that mm. time so the aims and views you have when they're six months old as your child develops they're going to change so much so I think it's really important that parents pick a school where they feel comfortable mm. to listen to the guidance to listen to the advice and to to take on board what teachers and uh, and staff are saying about your child mm. because 
you know, of course, we all come into school thinking our child is a genius. He, he or she can can talk. Mm. You know, they can count to ten. They're going to be, <laughs> <laughs> you know, going to be be child prodigies. But um, you know, they when you get to school, you realise that actually <laughs> all the children are very very uh, similar. Mm. And so what you you might have had in mind might not be where you are at, when they turn six, seven, uh, at the end of year two. So it's important to feel comfortable to be, be guided by the school. That's one of the biggest bits of advice I always give. So it sounds like you're identifying an, a need for conversation, a need for a, a, a relationship with the school where not only can you tell the school your concerns and your needs around your child, but you can, you can listen to their expertise, to their help, uh, accept their guidance. Exactly. You should, you know, you should be able to use, use the school, basically. And you should, as a parent, you should feel comfortable talking whenever you want to any questions, any concerns. And I think that starts right from the the start of the process Mm. with me as the registrar, you know, if if a parent doesn't feel comfortable to come to me and and ask the questions, Mm. is this the right school for them? You know, it's important to build that relationship from early on, so that you're, you're, you're building up that, that, that right from the word go. I suppose it goes back to something you mentioned to us earlier about about the feel of a school, the, the the feel when you can be comfortable and you can be honest and you can have those conversations. Exactly, yeah. absolutely. And I think that's better for you as a parent. You're going to get so much more out of the school, the community, and your child is, is going to as well. If you don't feel comfortable or you don't feel confident um, to talk to the the staff you know they're there for you they're there to support you and your child so you need to be able to speak with them and I think that's a that's a really important part of the school being the right school for you and initially at the start of this this conversation at the start of this decision making process how do these conversations start are there open days are there telephone conversations how how do these conversations begin we have a variety of ways really yes we, we do open days we have a couple every every term which is great so people can come there's a we have an introductory talk and a tour of the school um, and the opportunity to chat with staff see the classes in action mm-hmm. and and you know get to get get to see the building um, and the children which is lovely they're really nice events and it's nice as well I think to be with other prospective parents they might have questions that you haven't thought of you know they might bring a, a slightly different perspective so it's a really interesting way to do it we also offer one-to-one tours which mm-hmm. again um, if people can't make the open mornings of course they can come and have a one-to-one tour or some t- some people like to come after they've been to an open morning to have a more one-on-one chat um, with our head and 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 you know a bit more tailored to them we get a lot of inquiries you know just um, oh I've driven past or Mm. I've seen an advert or anything like that a lot through the website I really like that point you made there Claire about the opportunity to meet other parents and to hear their perspectives the idea that the the priorities that you yourself may have highlighted might actually be really enhanced by by just hearing what other parents are looking for what what, what they feel the observations that they're making absolutely Um, and there's so many things to think about and you know so many concerns you may have or you know so many there's an awful lot to consider it's such an important decision Mm. so so sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming Mm, and I think just being with other other prospective parents it's a really nice even if you're not the most talkative or most chatty or most pushy person you know you you can listen to what they're asking Mm. and think oh I didn't think of that or Mm. 
you know it's uh, it often opens up other up other thoughts that you haven't had or other avenues that you, you ought to think about i'm wondering what tips you may have what advice would you give to a parent who is maybe about to attend an open day or about to have a, a set of conversations with the registrar or other members of staff at, at a school what questions do you think people should ensure they've got on their list of, of things to ask about i would ask about well obviously about the academic prowess of the school you know where do the where do the children go when they leave the pre-prep what are the you know clubs like what other other extracurricular activities are there on offer to your child you want your child to have a fully rounded you know Mm. education and lots of opportunities as well I'd ask things like class size you know how many how many boys are in each class staff turnover you know I think try to really really understand the school anything about Mm. the school the 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 curriculum you know to the how how is the curriculum special different you know what are they adding to it I see how are they enhancing and and, enhancing it exactly the pastoral care. I mean, then there's all sorts of practical things as well. Like, you know, we offer excellent wraparound care, which is important to some parents. You know, what time can I drop off? What time can I pick up? All that sort of thing. Right. So when you say wraparound care, you're thinking of that, that those additional options that may be before or after the core school day. Exactly, exactly. And I, I mean, obviously, pre-COVID, it was very different times. You know, if you've got to be in central London at at nine o'clock and drop your child at school you know it's important to know that you can do that it's important to know as well if you're delayed picking up that you can ring and say could my child please go into late care for for half an hour you know that sort of thing I think it's really comforting as a parent to know that your child is looked after and is uh, you know there's options there for you which is really important You've mentioned there COVID, you've mentioned the fact that things have changed perhaps in, in terms of some events, some, some of the way that, that processes happen. Do you think attending a physical open day, a physical meeting is an absolute essential? Do you think some of these processes and conversations can happen quite happily remotely? I think I think you get a lot more from actually physically coming into our school and seeing it or any school, you know, just seeing the children and the teachers in action I think it's really important yes I think you can learn an awful lot from a a zoom call or a a virtual tour and you can certainly talk to the staff and ask your questions but there's nothing like coming into the building and and seeing I think you know I think it's really important to see physically see where your child is going to be spending such a large part of their their time so I don't think it would ever replace you know in-person visits no but I mean it's nice that we can now do the sort of if we need to the virtual stuff but I don't think anything can beat a natural visit there's a role for both in terms of definitely absolutely yeah absolutely so say I'm a parent and I've had these conversations I've maybe met you I've met the head I've, I've been to an open day and I'm thinking yeah this this school could be the one this this could be the, the right place for, for, for my child what would your advice be to anyone who's starting to think yeah that this one deserves deserves consideration my advice would be to register as soon as possible I think once you've made that decision that that this is the right school or maybe you've narrowed it down to one or two schools yes I would register as soon as possible because Mm -hmm. we're getting to stages now you know where there's an awful lot of competition for places it's important if you if you know where you want your child to go then yes Mm. register as soon as possible get on that list 
and then hopefully you'll receive an offer for that school and then then you don't have to worry if you if you leave it and and I'm an R and then you're in the awful situation where perhaps there's not a spot for you that must be an awful feeling so I think yeah that would be my my main advice. That's an important point isn't it you mentioned earlier beginning this search fairly early in, in, in many cases and the advantage of that is that reassurance of having it wrapped up having that security knowing what what happens next for your child because it comes around so quickly you feel like you've got all the time in the world till they're two three but actually the time goes so quickly so yeah if you if you've you've done your research you're happy you, you you've picked narrowed it down to one or two schools or you have decided this is the one then yes register as soon as possible um, and then if you receive an offer and you're you're sure you can visit again you know chat mm-hmm. further we're always here always open to questions or visits and that's fine but as soon as you receive that offer accept pay your deposit and then you're done you don't need to worry and you know you're you're ready to go Claire, do you have any other advice for parents who are at the start of this journey or even partway through this journey of, of deciding which is the right school for their child? I think just to reiterate really what we've already said, talk to, talk to people, talk to as many people as possible, visit as many schools as possible and, and you, will, you, will know, you, will, you will know what's right for your child. Trust your instinct but, uh, but do your research and talk to people, um, talk to the staff, you know that's what we're all here for to help you, help you pick the right school so yeah, you, yeah. use the opportunities, use, the, uh, use everybody else's experience and just... Uh, Ask as many questions as possible. (laughs) This sounds like really solid advice, Claire. Approach this with an idea of what your priorities, what your needs are, but then alongside that you've made it really clear to us to to listen to your gut instinct, to listen to to your emotions, and, and, and if somewhere feels right, it sounds like there's a very good chance that it is right. Absolutely. If it ticks all your boxes for the things you want, you know, in a in a in a logical sense, you know, the mm. education, the academic side of it, all that sort of thing, then yes, very much um, go with your instinct. Claire, it's been brilliant chatting to you because you've brought us that wonderful pairing of those perspectives. The fact that you are a parent, you've been through this procedure, you've been through this really difficult and important decision. But then in your role as registrar, having these conversations with parents, addressing their needs and seeing what they're looking for. I think the advice you've given us today has been really eye-opening. Thank you so much. Thank you, Clive. I hope uh, I hope it helps <laughs> someone I, out there somewhere. <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. What, no matter what stage someone's at with, with, with their journey on this decision, I'm sure your advice um, will be really, really useful. So thank you so much, Claire Wheeler. Thank you, Clive. So that was Claire Wheeler, parent and registrar at Falcons Pre-Prep, discussing the admissions process, open days and school life, both internally and externally. Thank you so much, Claire, for joining us on this episode of the podcast. It's really good hearing from you. That's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school website, falconschiswick.co.uk. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.